0: This podcast is powered by Oh Such Luck Productions. Staying fit during the COVID-19 pandemic has been a struggle for many people. Some have headed back to the gym. Others have opted out preferring stay-at-home options.
1: We are live on Facebook, YouTube, and all week long. I'm going to be bringing you 20-minute workouts that require no equipment at all.
0: But one thing remains. Even during these uncertain times, physical fitness is key to living a healthy and happy life. I'm Brian Osuch, and this is Happening, a podcast of all the insights that inspire and illuminate your passions in life, love, and profession. The CDC finds more than 4 in 10 U.S. adults are obese, and 60% have at least one chronic disease, the top three being diabetes, cancer, and heart disease. With so many things affecting or challenging our overall well-being, staying fit in the new normal is more important than ever. A November 2020 survey of close to 11,000 gym members finds almost half won't return. In fact, a third have already cancelled or are considering cancelling their memberships globally. Does that mean we're doomed to lives of excess weight gains and loss of muscle mass? Not if we get creative. I met Harold Gibbons almost four years ago. He's one of my favorite trainers at Mark Fisher Fitness or MFF. It's a quirky boutique gym found in the heart of New York City. Members are called Ninjas and refer to the place as the Enchanted Ninja Clubhouse of Glory and Dream. I know, it sounds silly. Harold and the other trainers pride themselves in offering serious fitness for ridiculous humans. I can attest, it's true, it's very ridiculous. I've worked up a massive sweat by swinging kettlebells, all while being dressed up as a tomato. Yep, I was a big, round and red tomato. Trust me, it makes sense. We were all celebrating Harold's love of salads, and he was instructing the class dressed up as a carrot. All silliness aside, Harold is very serious about fitness. He has a ton of credentials, including BS, CS, CS, NSCA, CPT. What do all those letters mean? It means Harold can slice up any veggie he wants and serve you some of the best advice to keep you fit throughout the coming months, all while working out from home. And it all starts with one important muscle.
1: Right now, I think the number one priority and the number one reason for staying active during COVID-19 is probably related to our overall mental health. One of my good friends has a company up outside Boston, and the name of the company's movement is medicine. And I feel like that as a catchphrase is the number one reason to exercise, both for the physical benefits, right? We know that exercise is incredibly powerful for taking care of the body from a longevity standpoint. But also for me, it's one of the best things that you can do for your mind. And in these dark and uncertain times, I can't think of another way to sort of address both mind and body discomfort and uncertainty and not really being sure of what the future holds than exercise.
0: Addressing the mind and body are surefire ways to keep a positive perspective during your day to day activities while paying attention to your strength, stamina, and overall energy levels. Exercise has been shown to improve your mood and decrease feelings of depression, anxiety, and stress. It can increase the production of endorphins, which are known to help produce happy feelings and reduce the perception of pain. Now, who wouldn't want some of that, especially during time of COVID-19? Regular exercise also helps with weight loss. Harold says, don't give up on a regular fitness routine.
1: If somebody was working out Monday, Wednesday, Friday at, say, 7.30 a.m., then try to replicate that, replicate the schedule first. For me, it comes down to attendance, right? The best workout in the world doesn't get done if you don't show up to do it. So for me, attendance is the number one factor that improves success because you've got to show up. And even if right now we're not going to physical gym locations, I think there's a lot of people, especially here in New York City, where their office is now three feet to the left of their bed and their gym is three feet to the right of their bed. (laughs) but I think making sure that the schedule that we have is as consistent as possible is the key.
0: But it can be tough to motivate yourself for a home workout, especially when your head is resting on a soft and fluffy pillow. Who wants to look over to the right? However, it is a new year in the new normal, and that means new ways will help you achieve your fitness goals. So get out of bed and get after it. How many days a week should we exercise?
1: So totally personal preference. I know some folks who are really a fan of more is better and they're like, hey, I want to work out as much as possible. And that's great. And then there's some people who are like, hey, I despise exercise. I want to work out as little as possible. And also like the personal preferences, that's totally fine. For me, I always go back to like the CDC recommendations and like the federal government recommendations are two to three days of strength training per week. And I believe it's 150 minutes of moderate intensity cardio over the week. And really, it seems like if you zoom out all the way, the data shows that however you want to break that down, it is going to be fine. As long as you sort of like hit those minimum effective doses, you should be fine. The way that I think about it is I sort of believe that everyone should have some sort of sabbath in their week right some sort of exercise some sort of sweat sabbath where you're like this is my rest day maybe you go for a walk maybe you do some yoga and then the rest is just hanging out but if somebody likes the daily movement practice that's not a problem i think problems tend to arise when we're doing too little physical activity but also problems arise when you do too much so it's really hard on your body to lift weights five or six or seven days a week. And it's really hard on your body to do cardio five or six or seven days a week. So figuring out some way where you can exercise and sort of alternate between the high intensity, really physically demanding exercise, and then the lower intensity, really physically restorative exercise is probably the most essential thing. I know that I just gave you like a politician's answer of not actually giving an answer. I think most people probably will be the most successful between three and five days of exercise per week.
0: And maybe, Harold should run for president. (laughs) (laughs) A successful home workout may require some type of exercise equipment. Thankfully, I already had a collection of dumbbells, but I needed to buy a bench. So I hopped online and placed an order. The wait time felt like forever. It took weeks. I'm not the only one who experienced a delayed delivery. According to Colleen Logan, the Vice President of Marketing at Icon Health and Fitness, NordicTrack is one of their brands. At the start of the pandemic, equipment manufacturers started seeing sales go through the roof. March 2020 finished 200% higher than 2019, April 400% higher, and May 600% higher than the year before. What did and does that mean for the stay at home fitness buff? Patience, lots and lots of patience. To this day, it still takes a long time to receive any type of exercise equipment. But Harold says, use whatever you can find.
1: It seems to me like if you've got any exercise equipment laying around, then the name of the game becomes creativity with the exercise equipment that you do have access to, and a real emphasis and focus on maintaining as many of the fundamental movement patterns as possible. One of the things that we focus on in the movement-based world of strength and conditioning is focusing on simple movement patterns that involve as many of the muscles as possible. So rather than saying, let me work on my chest muscles and my triceps and my shoulders and my abs, I would instead say, do a push-up. Or do a dumbbell floor press or a dumbbell bench press. And those pushing exercises get a lot of the muscles that I just named involved, but without us having to really myopically focus on individual muscles. So it would be a pushing exercise like a push-up, maybe a pulling exercise like a bent over row. And if you've got a dumbbell or a band or a kettlebell at home, those are great. But also, you mentioned this, Brian, most people can't get gym equipment right now, right? Most of the kettlebells are like somewhere in a boat in the Pacific Ocean. And so what I'm seeing is folks are taking their canned goods and they're throwing them in backpacks and they're taking the old textbooks that you were scared to sell after college and they're putting them in backpacks. And I feel like every time I click on my social media or I go into one of MFF's online workouts, I see people who are lifting their household items in a way that creates a satisfactory challenge and a way that feels empowering for them.
0: I recently walked through Central Park. It was an hour or so before dusk. It was a little chilly, but perfect weather for a workout. I noticed a man lifting up a picnic table and extending it over his head. He did it over and over and over again. I counted 12 reps. What a brilliant way to find and lift some heavy weight. I'm not the only one spotting these creative people. Harold has also been watching others find interesting ways to maintain muscle mass.
1: I was watching a class and somebody literally was doing a goblet squat where normally you would hold, for those of you who don't know, a goblet squat, you normally hold a dumbbell or a kettlebell right along your chest. And it was named by... Dan John who is this incredibly legendary strength coach and a theology teacher and he said when you hold the weight like this it sort of looks like you're holding a goblet of wine like in a religious ceremony so it's called the goblet squat but now it could be anything it could be a backpack or a snake plant i've seen people do it with their dogs sometimes the dogs don't like it so that's questionable but <laughs> the idea is that you can really pick up anything it could literally be a suitcase and your brain knows that it's not a proper weight, but your muscles don't know. All your muscles know how to do is respond to the load that is presented to them.
0: School books, dogs, and suitcases. Who knew? A neighbor of mine uses the scaffolding across the street for pull-ups. There's a girl down the block who does squats in the middle of the street. I've even seen a guy trying to use a manhole cover as a weight. It was not successful he never got it off the ground.
1: I literally teach a class on Saturday mornings where one of the people in the class works out in their backyard and lifts cinder blocks.
0: Not everyone can lift a cinder block, but most people have one of the best fitness tools with them at all times, their smartphone. There's a large selection of free or low-cost fitness apps, ranging from running to body weight workouts and yoga to meditation sessions. A few, like Nike Training Club, Adidas Training by Runtastic, Burpee Workout, and Daily Workout's fitness trainer top most of the expert lists. Beyond app-based workouts, Harold says, don't be afraid to get outside and explore your everyday surroundings
1: now is the perfect time for us to sort of like take advantage of the spaces that we do have access to. I live in New York City. We live in New York City. I feel really inspired by the people who I see going for their runs and for their bike rides or walking around in parks. And of course, everyone that I'm seeing is wearing masks and they're staying far apart, so it's safe. But I think that if somebody is really nervous about losing fitness, Really, something as simple as walking around your neighborhood or walking up the local hill or jogging up the local hill could really, really go a long way. And then one of the ways that I like sort of upping the ante and sort of engaging in some extra intensity when you're at home is slowing things down.
0: He's talking about something called tempo training. Simply put, the speed that you lift the weight and how quickly you lower
1: it. Tempo training is really popular in athletic development and bodybuilding. My hope is that we see a resurgence of it because slowing down really helps you create lots of tension in your muscles. So there's a lot of people who say, hey, this exercise is a little bit too easy for me. And sometimes just going slower, instead of standing up on a squat as quickly as you can, maybe taking five seconds to go down and then five seconds to stand back up, maybe that makes it feel a little bit more challenging for you. And then the other thing that I like as a coach and as a movement aficionado, slowing down almost always helps improve people's movement quality. So if your technique ever feels like it's questionable or if you're ever thinking, hey, I'm not really confident in how I'm moving right now, slowing down almost always helps us move in safer and more sustainable ways.
0: Moving in a safe and sustainable way will help you succeed with a fitness regimen. Believe it or not, More people are exercising than during the pre-pandemic time period. A run-repeat survey found exercise is up 88% during COVID-19. With so many people looking to get their heart rates up and work up a sweat, they're looking for safe stay-at-home exercises for the upper and lower body and their cores. Now that we're at home so much, what do we do?
1: I know that for a lot of us right now, we're not choosing to be home as much as we have to stay home, but I would say that if you can move really, really well with the simple exercises like push-ups and bent over rows and split squats and bodyweight squats and single leg deadlifts, they will get you pretty far. And maybe more importantly than that, for a lot of us, they will prevent a massive decline in strength or abilities which I think for a lot of folks is the fear, right? Is that we'll lose all the progress that we've made and our fitness or our strength will sort of disintegrate (laughs) as we wait to return to the gyms. And I think that if we're just really mindful and consistent more than anything with showing up for ourselves, even if that means we're exercising three feet away from where we sleep, that's probably the most important thing.
0: Self.com has highlighted 53 bodyweight exercises you can do at home. They call them five-star moves you can do without any equipment. That article is linked to this podcast. There are videos showing how to safely perform each movement. Now that it's the top of the year, many people are looking for new ways to achieve fitness goals. America's top resolutions for 2021 are not surprising. Statista.com finds 44% of those people making resolutions plan to exercise more, 42% want to eat healthier, and 31% want to lose weight. When it comes to reshaping your body, Harold knows how to lower the numbers on the scale and how to build up your biceps.
1: The rules for weight loss and the rules for muscle building tend to have like two major priorities for both of them. It's nutrition. You need to have a caloric surplus if you're trying to build muscle and you need to have a caloric deficit. If you're trying to lose weight, almost always when we talk about weight loss, we're talking about fat loss, but I want to be clear. If you're trying to gain weight, extra calories. If you're trying to lose weight, it's fewer calories. And as long as those are in place, it's going to be the most likely that you reach your goals. In terms of losing weight, nutrition is, let's say, 80% of it. That's not a scientific number. That is like My guesstimate is that if you're mostly consistent with your nutrition and you're exercising enough to support your lifestyle and your energy levels, you should be able to focus on nutrition and then lose weight.
0: We've all heard the phrase, sun's out, guns out. Most guys want to look their best in a t-shirt. What about building up muscle mass?
1: Trying to build muscle right now might be a little bit harder because one of the keys to building muscle is progressive overload, which means that over a period of time, we are slowly adding more. When I say more, I'm referring to sets or reps or weight. Right now, most of us don't have access to weight as a variable, but we do have access to sets and reps. So maybe the first week of your workout program, you're doing three sets of 10, and maybe the exercise is push-ups. Maybe in the second week, you do three sets of 12. And in the third week, it's three sets of 14. And then maybe in the fourth week, you go to four sets of 10. And so basically, you're adding sets and reps over time. And that progressive overload, really, you could apply that to any exercise that you're doing, If you progressively overload over time, you should be able to increase volume, and with calories and volume together, you should be able to build muscle.
0: Since we're working out at home with limitations, like no heavy gym equipment, we need to know what to expect and set appropriate goals and expectations.
1: Now, the reality is that most of us will progress with bodyweight exercises really, really fast, which means that at a certain point, It is prohibitive because you are working to do so many reps that we really have to get into some advanced techniques for bodyweight exercises. But for the average person, and I include myself in this, being mindful of the number of reps that you're doing total in a workout and eating to support your goals should help you get there if that is building muscle or losing fat.
0: Right now, almost half of the country is eating healthier though we are nearing the time when people start abandoning their resolutions. I rarely use the word should, not a fan of it at all. But how should we be eating if we want to alter our bodies?
1: Eat in ways that make you feel the most energized. Does the way in which you consume food make you feel confident? Rather than give like a blanket, cut this out, or only eat this— I really do like the idea of focusing on what your energy levels are. For me personally, and I think that across the board, almost everybody feels better eating more vegetables and eating protein that is in line with their goals. Protein doesn't have to be animal protein. It could be the vegetarian protein options out there. But almost universally, people will feel better if they're focusing on the quality of the nutrition. So almost always, we'll get more micronutrients and vitamins and minerals from our vegetables. And then we can support that really high quality nutrition with the amount of energy, and that could be in the way of carbs or fat that supports your activity levels. As a very loose correlation, the more active you are, the more you might need to eat to support that activity level. And the less active you are, the less you would need to support that energy level.
0: One thing I love about Harold is that he makes every workout fun. Remember, He dressed up as a carrot while teaching one of my classes. But more importantly, I've seen him inspire a room of 15 people as they bear crawl, burpee, and kettlebell swing their way to a healthier lifestyle. I think it was the perfect mix of his friendly attitude, a really good playlist, and a healthy helping of swear words that helped everyone morph their bodies into greatness. But that was in a classroom setting. Now, the stay-at-home fitness buff is relying on themselves or the help of others virtually. I asked Harold, how can we add some more fun to our workouts?
1: One of my favorite ways to make home workouts fun is playing with creativity and trying to make sure that we're being creative in our workouts, but also trying to make some games. So that could be as simple as calling your friends or FaceTiming your friends and exercising with them, or it could be taking notes. I know a lot of folks are writing down what they do and let's say, hey, maybe you're playing this game where you try to do one more rep the next time you work out, or you try to finish the same number of reps 10 seconds faster. The gamification of fitness becomes really important. So it could be as simple as trying to learn a new exercise. I think one of the most beneficial things for our health and fitness across the board is consistency. And variety is the spice of life. So if we can get a unique exercise in every workout, or if you can try a new move, or if you can go to a new workout class, the irony of everyone being stuck at home and fitness going to the internet right now is that it's easier than ever to try new things. So I have a lot of friends who are trying yoga classes for the first time, or Tai Chi classes for the first time, or they're doing Pilates for the first time in their life because it's safe to do so if all you have to do is click on the link on your phone.
0: Being stuck at home does not mean you have to be stuck with the same fitness routine. As Harold says, now's a great time to search out something new, perhaps one of his favorite new
1: exercises. One of my favorite exercises right now is a glute bridge march, where you lay on your back, you put both feet on the ground, you do a glute bridge, and then you pull one knee all the way into your chest. So it looks like you're marching while you're laying down and your butt is in the air And I feel like for our lives right now, which are mostly sedentary and chair-based, doing an exercise like that, that really gets your butt involved and lets your hip flexors relax can be a really good way to help triage some of the challenges that happen when we sit a lot.
0: I live in a 19-story pre-war building in Upper Manhattan. Getting in a good workout from home is necessary, but we also have to take into account our neighbors. All that jumping, running in place, and barbells hitting the hardwood could get noisy. It may be your floor, but it is someone else's ceiling.
1: I actually love the idea of letting all of our exercise pretend that there are neighbors that we don't want to disturb, right? And one of the things in particular that I like about this is that, let's say you were jumping up and down, and you were doing like a jump split or a jumping jack or maybe a burpee in your apartment, I want it to be as silent as possible, regardless of if there is a neighbor next door who you don't want to disturb, or if there is a sleeping baby, or if you're like, hey, I'm actually on a glass floor and I don't want to break the glass. And the reason is that is mostly for our orthopedic health. Jumping can be fantastic for elevating our heart rate. It could be fantastic for developing power, but it could also, too much of a good thing could be bad. And it ends up being tricky if orthopedically it ends up damaging our joints. Almost always, that's like ankles, knees, and hips. And so I want to focus on the softest landings possible. And for me, this is a good thing because it really helps you open your eyes to being as delicate and as gentle as possible.
0: As we stay safe and focus on our remote workouts, it's important to be mindful. Harold says it's normal to feel frustrated with the change that has happened over the past several months because of COVID-19. However, there is a bright side. He says that all the work that we're doing right now can stop us from losing some of our gains. And there's a good chance if we're consistent with our regimens, it could help us move closer to our goals. But beware of self-defeating thoughts
1: the biggest challenge is probably a mental one in that we need to practice some grace and some empathy with ourselves. And I know that it's easy for me to say this as a coach, because it's sort of been my life for the last 10 years of being a fitness professional. But it really is important that we can be grateful for what we are able to accomplish and focus on that rather than focusing on how much our lives have changed. Because I think that puts us in this little hindsight bias, negativity bias, where we're not able to focus on all of the opportunities we have.
0: By now, I know you want to know Harold. He's out there.
1: I use haroldgibbons.com as like my landing page for everything. And then I'm pretty active on Instagram. It's at harold underscore gibbons. I have a bunch of at-home workouts there. I'm doing a little series with Mark Fisher Fitness and with broadwayworld.com where we're putting together weekly workouts for people who are at home but might not have access or information. And then if you want to find out more about Mark Fisher Fitness, right now you can go to markfisherfitness.com forward slash online. And there's a few different workout options for everyone's budget and everyone's lifestyle so you can figure out just some education and some community based on how active you wanna be.
0: Thanks, Harold.
1: Thank you, Brian.
0: Stay-at-home workouts are not new. But these days, more and more people are choosing fitness routines from remote locations. If I've learned anything from Harold, it's that we are still able to work toward a healthy and happy life that includes exercise if we get creative. Being mindful is key. Think about what you eat, set a plan for when you want to exercise, follow through and then be sure to do it again and again and again. We may be living in uncertain times, but we can still most certainly invest in our health, fitness, and overall well-being. Here's to a healthy 2021. Stay safe, wear a mask, socially distance when possible, and keep washing those hands. We're getting there. I'm Brian Osuch, and this is Happening. This has been an Oh Such Luck Productions original.